Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. What is going on everybody? My name is Colour Lawler. Welcome back to another week of Movie Mondays. This is the Heroes for Hire podcast. We are back again talking all the week's movie news, entertainment news and just generally having a bit of a chit chat about everything they do with film. As always I am joined by my best pal, Mr Sean Me and oh. Sean, how's it going? Best pal, I'm upgraded to best pal. <laughs> my best acquaintance, Mr Sean oh, Me and Sean, I ruined it. Uh, I'm 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 good, sir. Thank you very much for having me on today. It's it's a pretty big week, um, as for some reason we had like four trailers drop this week. Yeah, like all at once after having a trailer drought uh, yeah. for the last few weeks. I, I I don't even know why, really. Like, I mean, Christmas is coming up. It's weird that they dropped them now, but you know what? They're kind of already getting set for 2023. Um, if you haven't seen any of the trailers, we're going to do a review of four of them this week. That's the most we've ever done. Usually <laughs> one trailer would be a headline for a show. It would be, but we had to cover a few of them. Um, and if this is your first movie, Mondays, um, if you could give us a like and review, whatever podcast platform you're listening to this on, it would really help us out. Um, but Sean, I don't even know if we have time for to even discuss things right now because I don't really? care about your life no but okay well I got these new dishwasher tablets that might no be way. of interest what, what, what did I do they're the finish they're the like black ones they're fucking class man black that's how you know it's good I've got it yeah. called like titanium on the pack oh yeah it's 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 branded like Lynx Africa but it cleans your dishes it's great <laughs> Just a lot of people following dishwashers around the place. Oh fuck! That was a weird advertising campaign that they so did. So strange. <laughs> and it never worked. Never caught on. Weirdly enough. Um, so, John, we're going to get straight into it, um, and we're starting this week with a trailer for a movie that we weren't excited about. But the trailer has come out, and I really wanted to gra- wanted to grasp where you were now. Because okay, it's this doesn't f- narrow it down at all, by the way. I know. We're, that's not, what I'm we're not excited broad, about I'm most things. I'm keeping it just so I can <laughs> jump it. On you, right? So, I mean, the movies, they were in the 80s, Sean. Uh, the oh, first it's Indiana ones. Jones. It's Indiana um, Jones 5. <laughs> <laughs> Cocaine bear. No, we'll get that later on. <laughs> uh, but Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny trailer was released this week, Sean, showing a de-aged Harrison Ford up to a romp on a little adventure fighting Nazis what did you take of this trailer Uh, it doesn't have any of the charm of the original Indiana Jones though does it because it doesn't look like because everyone on like the set of the original Indiana Jones was tired and miserable and that really came across in the characters and they were probably on a lot of cocaine and cigarettes (laughs) it was the 80s of course they were but this it just looks it looks like do you remember Dwayne Johnson's journey to the centre of the earth? <laughs> that is so harsh. I yes. get similar vibes in just in how this film looks. Even. I, you know what? I I don't want to say it, Sean, but I watched it and I went, no. it could be a romp. 
No. No. Connor, no. that's I how they trick you. <laughs> a ramp is not enough. <laughs> now, here's the thing. I said that about number four, and he does meet aliens in that movie, and it is terrible. Which, um, let me raise another point with this trailer. Yeah. Is that one of the bits is that Indiana Jones yeah. says, I, I don't I, believe in magic. I have that written down. <laughs> it's the first words you hear in the trailer from him. Yeah. And it's, okay, first of all, he saw, a, like, a, an, a, an ancient religious relic burn yeah. the face off a man. Yeah, that that was actually, like, literally his first day on the job. Like, he his saw first day out. a group of, well, actually, Temple of Doom it takes oh, place canonically before Raiders of the Lost Ark. <laughs> sorry, uh, So, I'm just saying. It's in a Temple of Doom, though, he saw a man pull a man's heart out of his chest, and there was yeah. all kinds of stuff going on. Yeah. Uh, Third one, the Holy Grail turns yeah. a man to dust before his I mean, eyes. He, he found the Holy Grail and he's still like, you know what? I'm not I'm not too sure this fucking weird stuff. I'm, I'm more of a scientist man myself. His father was shot and he gave him a drink from a cup and he got better. Yeah. There's some sort of medicological reason for that, Sean. And then the aliens, Connor. The, the aliens is really where I was like, Harrison. Let's just, Indiana, we're going to sit down here now. And I mean, also the, the line he says after that though, still doesn't make any sense. He's like, um, he says, I don't believe in magic. But then he starts going into this like, he does one of those Jaden Smithisms where he's yeah. like, it's not the job that you do that makes you. It's what you makes you makes the job. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I don't believe in magic, but a couple of times in my life I've seen things that I can't explain. And maybe it's our job to not explain it or something like that. <laughs> Like something equally asinine. And, and everyone's just like, and I listened to it, I was like, that sounds pretty good. But if I think about it for even maybe five seconds, that falls down almost immediately. Yeah. And I like, what, what, what does this Indiana Jones have to offer to an audience or to any romp? With any stakes involved in it. See, okay, so here's here is the issue, right? That the fact that this movie's getting made probably a bit of a mistake, just in terms of, I mean, it doesn't need to be made. They do oh. like money. Indiana Jones is a popular name, and they want to bring it back. And Harrison Ford is determined to kill off every character he's ever had, which you gotta respect. You gotta you gotta respect that. That's um, true. He's going on the farewell tour of iconic <laughs> yes, characters, one by one, killing them off. But like. Well, what this tra- if we just look at the trailer itself and like I tried to come in with none of the baggage from like knowing knowing right, what okay. happened before and I just watched it and I went it looks like something that would waste two hours on an afternoon you go to the cinema and, it, and that's why I'm using the word Rob Sean it might pass time at Christmas wow is that where we are now with Well, I mean, if the last one was, the last one is so atrocious, <laughs> if the next one is like, put it on the TV around Christmas time and we might sit down and watch it, I think that's a better, that's a higher standard. I would rather watch the first three Indiana Joneses. Well, yeah, obviously. But, than watch any new ones. But that still doesn't change the fact that this movie's coming out. we got to watch it. Yeah, well, look, it, it very well might not come out, Connor. And look, up until the Batgirl cancellation, I was like, oh, but it's finished. Surely they'll put it out. There's nothing that's going to... He he misses adventure, Sean. That's what causes this plot to kick at the gear. He he misses going back. Um, Or maybe maybe he misses, you know, just the feeling that he got when he was running away from a boulder, looking a bit scared. Yeah, like, what does he miss about it exactly? Because he seemed, a lot of the time quite content with his job as a professor, mm-hmm. you know? So why doesn't also, he just keep... I, I will say, Harrison, what did you think of the de-aging? It's actually quite good. Mm. Uh, now, the thing about it is, I feel like there is a lot of existing footage of young Harrison Ford as well. So that Also dressed in a help. very specific outfit that they could use in this movie. Yes, exactly. Mm. So it, it's not like, and he, we only see it really for like up close, for kind of a brief clip in the trailer, I wonder how it looks in motion because that's where that falls down a lot of the time. Like, that, do you know, that was, yeah, in that, Pirates go, of the Caribbean Five, they de-aged Johnny Depp. Yes, and it's like yeah. it's a, it, the face is just slightly off and it doesn't move quite right. Mm. It's it's one of those where you can put it in a trailer because you only need maybe two seconds. You just need yeah. two seconds of it, and then you can move on. 
um, over maybe half an hour of the movie we don't know if it's going to hold up but at the, from what we've seen looks pretty good the de-aging Harrison's looking well for his age anyway so and they have all that old footage so put them together might look pretty good um, Phoebe yeah. Waller-Bridge is in this she's excellent Sean maybe she, maybe she can turn it around maybe she is fantastic that's true um, she's his goddaughter in this is <sighs> what's yes. going on um, or else they're just making up that story at the, at the end. Oh, maybe. I didn't even think of that yet. Because she says also, something different. He says goddaughter and she says we're not related or like, she, I don't know what she says, but it's not specifically the right, same thing. Right, their story doesn't line up basically. Yeah. Okay. But then he pulls out a whip. Uh, he brings a whip to a mm. 17 gunfight. Yeah. But well, well, you know what? Way. I think that's kind of a charming scene, Sean. Oh, it's a little callback to the one we liked before, isn't it? <laughs> and look, I'm going out on a limb, Sean. I'm saying James Mangold from Logan is too talented to not have this be a romp, right? He's dragging it to romp status, kicking and screaming. Weren't audiences really unhappy with this, though? They were, but I've just scored off what I've seen here. <laughs> and I'm saying, James Mangold, very talented. Phoebe Waller-Bridge, very talented. Harrison Ford, very talented, also willing to kill everything off. I'm putting them together. I, For some reason, I there's no, logic or, there's no logic to what I'm about to say, Sean, but I think this movie could be passable. <laughs> but you have high hopes. I wouldn't say a high, but I have more hopes than I had, which I, going into it was like, I'm never going to like this. I think this might be bad. What, but okay, but here's the thing. Uh, James Mangold also made The Call of the Wild, that film Mm. that had a man playing a dog. (laughs) Yeah, but, but I mean, he also made Logan, so we, I mean, we could, is Logan his last movie? Uh, Ford vs Ferrari that's pretty good uh, <laughs> that was up for a few Oscars show, man. Uh, yeah uh, Logan <laughs> how many Oscars has he won in the past three movies awards and nominations he has won he won for Girl Interrupted he won for Walk the Line he won two for Ford vs Ferrari he's got two Baptists he's doing pretty alright I suppose but he also made Night and Day with Tom Cruise and Cameron Diaz. Ah, yeah, but look, you're, you're allowed one. Also, that was back in the time of, like, tw- what was that, 2010, 2011? It was 2010, like, yeah. 2010, yeah. Like, that's that's peak Tom Cruise, Cameron Diaz. Let's just make a movie. He also made The Wolverine, which I think is better than people give credit for. But it's surely that it fuels my point more than no, your Oh Yeah, point. no, I've talked myself around, actually, <laughs> just by listing off this I think he's too talented for this to be bad. He's just got too many Oscars. Yeah, but people people with Oscars can make bad things. Look at I, Steven I understa- Spielberg. Yeah, I understand that. Look at James Cameron. <laughs> yes, but he's been on such a run, like even his last four or five films in a row, that I'm like, he must know what he's doing. Todd Phillips has an Oscar. Yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah, you're right. <laughs> Fuck sick. Yeah. They're just giving him out, Connor. He, he ruins everything. <laughs> Every <laughs> argument I He's have. He's the outlier and should never be counted. <laughs> this is coming out next summer, by the way. June 30th. June. Yeah. Uh, next year. So, um, I'm not looking forward to it, but more positive than I was half an hour ago. <laughs> I feel we shouldn't have to temper expectations. <laughs> I think it's the fifth one in a series where the fourth one was so terrible that even if it's just fine, fair enough. Um, So we're moving on to our next piece of news and it's about Mr. Jimmy Gunn. Um, Now, James has been busy. We we have news from uh, his pet project, his his child, later on from a trailer. And that is going to be our big story of the week. Ah, of course. But uh, you look at me confused, but he only, like, he's got one really big movie that he, <laughs> that he does, uh, mostly. He's got his finger in a lot of pies, though. He do- Now he does. Now he does. But his original love, Sean. Um, of course. Slither. Slither, of course. Uh, but James Gunn has confirmed more plans for the DCU, as he's now the head of it. And he's confirmed more standalone stories set outside of the DCU could be taking place for example joker or the batman right okay so wasn't this the plan four years ago though Mm. that they were going to focus on like when joker came out and was very successful they were like okay 
We're going to make more films like that in the hope that people see them. Well, yes, but then they did the thing of where they just completely counteracted what they wanted to do and they got really confused and they didn't have a plan. Ah, pulling a DC, as we call it. <laughs> they the call industry. it a pulling a DC. They had lots of strings and lots of ideas and then decided, ah, fuck, we'll do half of all of them and that'll be good enough. We'll give. I don't know, John Cena TV show. Why not? It's pretty good. Come on. It's pretty good. Sorry, sorry. I'm not taking a piss. I'm just saying. It's pretty good. Um, but yeah, so they are obviously doing standalone projects. And But he also came out a few weeks ago and was like, everything in the DCU is now connected. What they're aiming for is across the board, films, TV and animation. They want everything to be connected, even video games, that it's all on the same canon. Um, and so, of course, yeah. people then question, like, well, what happens with the Batman then or yeah. Joker or any of these standalone things that you're doing that aren't connected might just confuse people. Um, but James has now come out and said that they won't be going away. Uh, there's now going to be mo- there's even some more projects taking place in other worlds outside of the DCU. Um so he says some, which to me implies they might have one or two. He doesn't yeah. even plan on like another ten or fifteen projects, but something's in the works. Yeah, like it could be. I mean, it's like it. It doesn't necessarily have to be like all oh, your mainline DC Batman Superman stuff. Like the way they have a Sandman TV series, technically a DC character not mm. connected to any of the DCU stuff. Mm. Um, but the the idea that i'm still not sold on the idea that everything should be connected in the dcu but i like how they're separating it as like no we can still do other films but the dcu stuff will all tie in together i i but i do think you have to go that hard i i understand where he's coming from him and peter safford because if it was so jumbled and so fucked when they arrived like everything's just everywhere all the files are just all across the floor so he's just like right we just have this one big file that we're going to put all of the stuff in into this yeah. one thing. And you have three random things over here. But everything else is connected. Not to confuse everyone. Like, they, there's not just d- 10 different projects now. There's only two. You're either part of the DCU or you're not. Yeah. But I, uh, all I want is for them to give, like, make a 15-minute YouTube video mm. about what's canon in the DCU at the minute. But you, you know what's funny? I don't think they know. I think James Gunn and Peter Safford at the minute are sitting down and trying to work that and out. Tr- they're putting that together. Yeah. They're trying I to mean, like logically figure out, okay, well, if we keep this, then we have to get rid of this. And if we keep get rid of this, then that has a knock-on effect to this thing. So what are we going to do? Yeah. Yeah, I suppose. But like... I, okay, but I want that sorted out and I just want that published. <laughs> and then th- just so we know where we stand. And then when they announce something coming, we can be like, okay, here's yeah. how that might link in with this. Yeah, I, and look, I I think we're probably jumping the good. He's probably waiting until the new year. Especially, I'd say he probably knew the Guardians trailers coming out. Like, there's, there's going to be a lot of press related to that, especially because that comes out next summer. So yeah. over the next six months, there's going to be a lot of press tours. There's going to be a lot of everything. The just Flash will be coming that. out as well. Sorry? The Flash will be coming out the as well. The Flash is going to be coming out as well, maybe, at this point. But um, they probably will send James on that press tour rather than um, Mr. Miller. Uh, or like, yeah, Miller yeah. him, Miller him, uh, like, Themselves. Miller, so like, yeah, Ezra is not going, I would say. if And... If they do, then James will probably come along too <laughs> to be like, I'm going to sit in on a few of these. I mean, it would make sense, though, as like the head of one of the heads of DC Studios to be like, oh, this multiverse film. Mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I have a hand in it. It just, it, All, you know. Also, I think it takes some of the heat away from Ezra. Yeah, yeah, that's going to be a. Uh an odd press mm. junket once all that starts. So what if it I gets mean, pushed back again? Oh, I hope it does. <laughs> just keep pushing it back I, forever. I bet James Gunn hates it. He's like, no, let's just cancel it. <laughs> fuck, yeah, fuck that. Let's get rid of it. <laughs> um, so, I mean, what what comes from this then is you have a whole bunch of things all connected and now you might have just Joker 
and the Batman as the only two things that aren't connected. And I think that's a much easier way of doing it, but it also means there's going to have to be a lot of cutting in terms of the DCU being like, they're out, they're out, they're out, we're getting, a, we're getting or hiring a new actor to play them or someone yeah. new to play them. Yeah, like various, you know, characters might have to be reintroduced or... And, and say none of that stuff happened. The stuff that happened to them didn't happen anymore. That's out. Yeah, it's not canon. It's so, not whatever. canon. Henry Cavill's still Superman. He might have died already, but we're like, not it's sure. It's a crisis on infinite Earths scenario. Where they just like pull the plug and just like draw a line in the sand and say like, no, 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 this is where this ends. And now it's something new. Yeah, exactly. And and I've never seen that done in film. So I'm really <laughs> interested to see if they can do it. To be like, if people in like who go to cinema, like if you read comic books and they go, it's crazy on infinite Earths. All this stuff is just... There's some things that have st- stuck on, some things that haven't. People get pissed off. Like, there's, like the New 52 absolutely killed... Like, Tim Drake, one of my favourite characters. New, when the New 52 came in, they, like, squashed it all together. So, like, Batman yeah. was only there, Batman for five years, but he still had all of the Robins. So, like, time-wise, Tim Drake was only Robin for, like, seven months. And it kind of made it, like, less... And it kind of impacted the character because he was, like, Robin for, like, 30 years previous yeah yeah and he didn't have the same growth the the character the way they were written then didn't have the same growth and same experience yeah but exactly. he also he kind of did yeah. so he didn't. did so we remember it but he doesn't remember it so then i've never seen that done in film how do you pull that off without confusing the fuck out of everyone yeah I, like it's it's not a perfect movie by any means but i think no way home kind of rebooted Spider-Man in a way that actually made sense in mm. film for the character, improving on the way they did it in the comics, which is that he gave his marriage to Mephisto and that's how it happened. <laughs> yeah. and, but that's like a one in a million shot that you pull that off. Yeah, exactly. Oh, he, man. And, and, but look, DC are due for a win, you know. They, so. <laughs> they eventually have to win once at something. Um, so, Sean, we're moving on to a movie that I think was made for us. And I had so many people tweeting this to us over the week. Um, the tagging us and things. Um, this is, of course, Cocaine Bear. The okay, trailer bear. The trailer came out. Um, Sean, a movie that I don't know how it got made is the main thing yeah it feels like the like mo- the motto for producing this was just ah but wouldn't it be funny if we <laughs> because, talked about this so elizabeth banks is directing it um and if anyone doesn't understand what we're talking about Sean, maybe they haven't seen the trailer maybe they haven't heard any of the news could you explain cocaine bear and how it became a movie so a few years ago a bear came across a stash of cocaine. I think it's a, a black bear or a grizzly bear. Yeah. Um, one of the best bears. Uh, <laughs> came across a stash of cocaine, ate a rake of cocaine, <laughs> and for a few minutes was the apex predator on the planet. <laughs> like a big, like they were tra- they were transporting cocaine across state lines yeah. and the, in a plane. It fell out of the plane. It just like one of the packets of cocaine fell out of the plane, landed in this fucking wildlife park, and a bear just happened to come across this random package. So the bear doesn't understand. It just rips it open and just sniffs and eats a shit ton of cocaine. Loses its absolute mind. Went on a little <laughs> rampage, and then the and then you know. The the bear ingested a lethal amount of cocaine. Let's just, True. Let's just you know. Yeah. But then someone saw this and decided to write like a schlocky horror movie script yeah. around that story. And and what was amazing was we were like, what a dumb idea, but also there's no way this is gonna work. Like this there's no way this is even gonna get made. And even when it got announced that Elizabeth Banks, um like very talented human being at like acting, uh, I think she directed the 
No, did she direct the Power Rangers movie? She, I don't think she, no, she was in Power Rangers, but she directed Charlie's Angels, I think. She did, yes, that yeah. was it, yeah. Um, but, like, she she's really, really talented, but then she gets signed on as director for, for Cocaine Bear. And me and Sean were kind of like, this gag has gone on way too long now, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah, how There's much no, funding is being allocated <laughs> to Cocaine Bear? You have to have, Bear. like, a budget of, like, 10 grand to be, like, even getting going. Um, but this trailer... Sean looks pretty good <laughs> it looks like look and look we I mocked the word earlier looks like a fun romp you know it does it looks like a bear who's eating a shit ton of cocaine and just goes on this gory just killing spree where he's just like indestructible because he's just full of cocaine like and it seems he's much more like active of a threat in, like it seems he's act- actively hunting people yeah look this. I think that in terms of the real life didn't really work out like that in the movie it does make it even better that like just this cocaine has all been ingested and the bear is now as you said the apex predator and just wants to just wreck shop it's just its eyes are just massive and it just doesn't know what to do with all the energy that it now has yeah, so it's just bloodthirsty. I did like the bit where the kid was in the tree and he was like, Bear can't, bears can't climb trees. <laughs> like, yes, they can, you idiot. <laughs> yeah. Loads of people die, by the way, in this movie. Oh, yeah, it is a bloodbath in this. <laughs> yes. Also, it was filmed in Wicklow. Oh, yeah, I heard that. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Which is here in Ireland. Yeah, it's wild. It's, it, it's, it's so, you know. We're kind and it's, of- I think it's one of Ray Liotta's last movies as well. Oh, yeah, I think so. Alden well, Eidenreich is in it, which is with yeah. Kerry Russell is in it. Character um, actress Margot Martindale is in this. <laughs> yeah. O'Shea Jackson Jr., they're all here, Sean. I mean, uh, the it's it's one of those ones where I'm nearly positive this won't do well, but mm. I'm so happy that they made it. <laughs> like, it's one of those where I think it could be a cult classic. I think, like, the fact that so many people were tagging us in this trailer to be like, this is a weird news story that has become a movie. Yeah. Um, like, I, it's I the love, perfect blend of the two shows, really. It, it is. And also, I feel like we had to cover it. But if this does make money, we could get even stupider and crazier ideas. Like, the fact that Elizabeth Banks has come out and said, like, they learned the true story. And then they decided we should make a movie that is the bear's revenge story. So that's what this is. <laughs> that's hilarious. The um, Also, uh, I looked it up and the bear is actually on display. Uh, like they put him in a museum and it's just like, here's the bear that ate all the cocaine that one time. <laughs> Like, I, the vibe I was getting from this was, like, Sab Raimi or, like, even a James Good. Like, you have really gory, horrible thing, but, like, dark humor. Like, it's it's actually quite funny as well, even just in the trailer itself. Yeah, and it's also, like, it, it is a little bit gruesome as well. It's a, it's a really strange yeah. mix. Yeah. Um, but that's coming out in February, I think. F- February 24th, yeah. Um, so, around about the same time as Moonfall came out. You know, so we, we every year we just have to pick one. Every year we have a better, a better, a better. The Moonfall might be the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. There's oh, absolutely, like there's it's irredeemable. I think yeah. that movie. If anyone hasn't heard our Moonfall review, we recently did it in February of this year. Have you heard of Moonfall, Sean? What's the plot of Moonfall for anyone who doesn't know? Moon is the enemy. Moon is falling out of the sky. People are confused. Sam from Game of Thrones tries to recruit an ex astronaut to go up and fight the moon. You fight the moon. They do. It's that. That's what they do. I don't know what else we're, to say. We're not lying. That's the plot of the movie. Well, and then it, look, and then look. There is something in that movie that comes out of absolute nowhere. And it's aliens. Yeah, you're dead right. It is yeah, aliens. There's aliens yeah. in the moon. Yeah, <laughs> there's yeah, aliens sorry. in the moon. Obviously, there's aliens in the moon, Sean. I love the idea that the fact that they're just like the moon's fallen, and we have a few weeks, but up until then, everything's going to be fine until it makes contact. Yeah, and we were, it's getting closer uh, and closer, but everything's fine right and we now. We were just like, if the moon even moved an inch, like yeah. we're all dead. <laughs> and like, the, there's a bit. I think you brought it up where. They're the, the like the floods are coming and they're yeah, in the, the hotel. The whole city's been flooded. Yeah, and Samuel Tarley can't swim, and so he's like has to be saved. And they're like gasping for breath on the stairs. And the next scene is them waking up after sleeping in the same hotel. <laughs> they do. <laughs> 
there's a big monsoon all the water flooding in they're like ah time for an old nappy nap now I'll sleep it off that's the only way to bypass this the moon scrapes the top of the rocky mountains and then goes back (laughs) into the air and the earth is somehow still habitable People are still breathing. It's absolutely fine. Michael Pena gives up his gas mask to save his daughter. And then 30 (laughs) seconds later, the oxygen is turned back on. (laughs) I forgot so much of that movie. The bit with the gas mask is great because there's a whole... This is just a 30 second review of the worst movie we've ever seen. And it will win worst movie of the year at our awards uh, in a few weeks. But the fact that um, there's a bit where Michael Pena's like... I, I take this gas mask go on without me and it's like this big heroic thing and the daughter runs like a, maybe 20 yards yeah maybe and then she's in safety <laughs> she's like, oh everything's good like she could have held her breath like <laughs> Mike you could have ran she's right there you can still see you her both made it it would have been fine oh man um, we're moving on to our next piece of news Sean and it is um, also Cocaine Bear are you seeing it or not seeing it oh I'm seeing this we're seeing this yeah absolutely. we'll go together um, yeah. so Sean we're sta- cocaine before <laughs> Always, brother. <laughs> a regular <laughs> thing for any movie. That's how I see every movie. <laughs> I see the notebook. I was very confused. <laughs> Schindler's List was a wild ride. <laughs> Just sitting there vibrating, but also crying a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it's a tough, it's a tough watch. Um, Sean, we're we're moving on. As um, this isn't really news, but it's something I feel like might start a bit of a chat because Antonio Banderas came out this week. Um, and he was kind of just talking about Zorro oh. and the legend of Zorro and if he would ever reprise the role. Um, but then he also said, if they do do it again, I would love the fact that if they started a new franchise, he actually had someone in mind who he would like to pass the torch on to. Um, right. And it's someone we know very well. And that is Mr. Tomasy Holland. Timothy Holland playing Zorro. So Antonio Banderas has endorsed Tom Holland to star in a Zorro reboot. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if it's. I don't know if it's the best choice. <laughs> I like so Tom. I, so they worked together on the Uncharted movie, um, and Antonio Banderas is in that chewing scenery just as the villain, um, yeah. and Tom Holland is obviously all action hero. Um, but in this scenario, Antonio Banderas thinks that Tom Holland is the perfect replacement for him as Zoro. The issue with this he, is he is Zoro, so he's got some like he's got he, some he does have in the some back. Clout, but also, yeah. I feel like. Antonio Banderas might just know one young working actor <laughs> because he worked with him. Or the, he's like, it's either Tom Holland or the kid from Spy Kids. Yeah, yeah the kid who played Junie Cortez in Spy Kids. <laughs> They're the only two people he knows. He just he knows two children. The other one is like an adult now, but whatever. <laughs> but he was a child when Antonio knew him. So oh, he was a child in the past. Yeah, 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 yeah. in the past we are we are all children in the past, Sean. I don't know. I just I don't know if Tom Holland is a Zorro kind of type. Like, because mm. Zorro is like this swashbuckling, like crusader again, you know, for justice kind of a deal, and I, I think. Tom Holland, maybe it's just because of the Spider-Man thing, but he's more, you know, a guy doing his best as opposed to the super confident uh, yeah, guy. Yeah, I, I heard this. And also, we should mention that they did mention, or they did uh, talk about doing a reboot earlier on this year. There was various reports that Zorro was being rebooted, um, with them even coming out saying this was going to be a Zorro for this new generation. So, uh, so it's on TikTok. No, no, Band- and it was going to be involved with TikTok, if I remember correctly. Um, and then Banderas, I'm not joking, I'm pretty positive TikTok was involved with Oh, that's insane. Um, that's but dumb. Banderas uh, was to get a cameo in, obviously, the new reboot, which you would normally do, or he could be, like, the, the mentor. Yeah. But, Sean, I don't think Tom Holland is cool enough to play Zorro. Now, no. I don't want to be mean to old Tom because I think Tom's a lovely man and I think he's very kind. But the person that he is, I think he's better played as Peter Parker than he is as Zorro. 
I think it just suits him more as like I don't think he's that kind of he's a good actor but like I, I don't even buy him as Nathan Drake you no know? I don't think he should be Nathan Drake because <laughs> he's just I, he's just I don't know what it is about him but maybe it's because I've seen him since he was like awkward Peter Parker yeah and then I just always associate him with that but he like he doesn't have you know the the Zorro quality the Z factor if you will <laughs> Isn't that the thing from uh, World War Z? Just maybe, maybe it is actually. Uh, <laughs> what what is the Z factor then? If we, if we want to get into it, like if Tom Holland isn't cool enough for the Z, then what is the Z factor you're looking for, Sean? It's just a certain. It's a it's a, a roguishness, if you will. a roguishness. I would say, yeah, uh, like uh, someone cool, collected. Uh, Pedro Pascal would have been good a few years ago as like a younger Zorro. That's the outfit Barry Keown. Um, we can't give it to. I don't even think Barry has the Z factor. No, I don't think. Bar- and look, we we cast Barry as anything, and even we wouldn't cast Barry as Zorro. The oh no, like we'll give Barry any job that's going. I, I would actually. I'd love to see Barry in the Uncharted movie, The State and Trick. Honestly, honestly, maybe. Uh, um. Who's the your friend from Caspian? He plays Caspian in Andor. Oh, Diego Luna. Yeah, he'd be a yeah, Zorro. I mean, I mean, he could play as. I, but I think he's like the boring choice. I think if you you got to go out there if you're going to do okay. it. And also, I think they want to go younger if they're going to cast Zorro. But Zorro's meant to be like how old is Antonio Banderas in Masks? Maybe Zorro? like twenty nine, thirty, maybe. Yeah, so like, he's a thir- I'm just going to Google 30-year-old actors. <laughs> 30-year-old actors that can play Zorro. The, oh, oh, Cole Sprouse. How about, of course, how about Cole Sprouse? Cole. <laughs> He's too American. And Tom Holland is too British. That's true. That's true. Taylor Lautner? Uh, uh, Taylor, isn't Taylor Lautner's wife also called Taylor Lautner? Yeah, yeah. Her name I, was Taylor and then something I, else. And then I remember reading it. that. That's so cool, but also confusing. <laughs> Barry Keown is in his 30s. That's true. <laughs> uh, we got... Who else do we have? Who's the kid? Do you, you haven't watched Ted Lasso, have you? Uh, no, I actually haven't. The guy who plays Danny Rojas in Ted Lasso. Oh. I think he'd be a good... Okay. Uh, a good Zara. What about Jared Leto? Oh, uh, no, I would have to say to that one. But think uh, how bad he could do, do it. Think how terrible it would be. He, he, but, like, but the th- the stuff he would put everyone through, he would carve his ease everywhere. Everywhere. On that set. <laughs> everywhere. The, Z, is this a Z or an N? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, and you could also do, like, Zorro is like, the inspiration you know like that kind of character is the inspiration for Batman in a lot of ways so you mm. could just like get Robert Pattinson to do it do them both Rob do Wood. both double up yeah why not I just don't think we're ever going to be able to unless you cast Michael B. Jordan as him but that's definitely not happening Michael B. Jordan would be a great Zorro though Michael B. Jordan would be a great everything Sean he'd actually he'd be class to yeah, be fair he uh, would Connor yeah fast spender <sighs> But the big Irish head in him, though. You, could, you, could, you couldn't uh, have him. In He's got the mask and the hat. He'll be grand. <laughs> He's a big Irish head in him. <laughs> that I don't even know how to describe, but only Irish people know the big Irish fucking head Oh, in him. you can spot him from a mile away. <laughs> if you're on screen. holiday, there's a big fucking Irish lad down there. I just know. I just have a fucking sixth sense for him. <laughs> um, he's normally in like a GA a jersey. But like, yeah. that's just out walking around in shorts and pre- very red, even if it's in the winter. And here's the thing. Even if you sense or you see a person with a big Irish head on him, you are yeah. also a person with a big Irish head on you. Yeah, because you like, recognise, re- game recognises game. Game recognises game, absolutely. Yeah. That's what yeah. I was trying to get across. <laughs> We're moving on, John, to our next piece. Of- I just wanted to have a discussion about Zorro and see if we could find a better casting. But maybe Tom Holland is the best one. He's he's the I think he's the most boring choice that you could pick. He's the most bankable one though as well. That's true. Yeah, we'll see. Um, so it, what about Tom Holland, Zorro, Zendaya as Cadron uh, Zia Jones' role? I mean, yeah. I mean, it would sell. Is the We're, thing you're in. 
You'd made 400 million before it even got a trailer, I'm telling you. <laughs> Get Denny Villeneuve to direct it. Uh, oh, <laughs> that man doesn't miss. <laughs> that man has never missed in his life. Have you ever seen his filmography? Like, or it's just like, if you go oh, to yeah. his last like, five films, everyone's just like, oh, these are all just the best movies ever. <laughs> just win after win after win. <laughs> um, so we're moving on, Sean, to our next piece of news. And it is a trailer for a movie I know you're super duper excited about. That is the Super Mario Brothers movie. Oh, yeah, I love um, voice acting. We got a full trailer for the animated adventure this week, Sean, with Mr. Christopher Pratt leading the voice cast, absolutely just putting his all in, whispering into the mic as he as he does it. Um, just really putting his own voice into it. Just his own regular voice for the most part. <laughs> what I will say is Bowser sounds amazing. Now, that's Bowser just because he's Jack class. Black. Yeah, Jack Black can do anything. Give that man any role he wants in Hollywood ever. And, and I, I think Anya Taylor-Joy sounds really good as Princess Peach. Charlie Day is good as Luigi, so it's really Charlie just... Great as Luigi. It's really just Chris Pratt stands out like a It just stands time. out. What did you think of the trailer, though? It's all right, honestly. Like, the film looks... It looks Mario enough to me. Like, it's it's close enough to be Mario. It, it's it, very... um, It's very minion like it just. I was going to go Lego Movie. It's a very Lego Movie. I get that. Do you know what it reminds me of? And the character, like design of Mario, which I don't know if this is on. Like, because do you know Fix It Felix from Wreck It Ralph? Yes. He looks like just a reskinned Fix It Felix. It's the eyes. Ooh. They don't have the Mario, the big fucking eyes. Yeah, but you know what? Watching it, I was like, if I was like ten. I think I would really like this movie. I think I obviously it's not for us. No, so that's true. I, this is one of my least favorite things. Like when people like our age come out and like this movie sucks, man. I'm like, but like it's, it's not for you, man. Like just chill out. Like, but if you've got a younger sibling or like uh, someone young in the family, maybe a cousin, they might really like it. So you don't know. Um, from watching it here, I was like, this looks. You know what? It looks watchable. It's not bad. Yeah, that's the thing. It's not. It doesn't look like the Emoji Movie. Like it looks like it's, no. it's a story set in the Mario world. If, if the Emoji know? Movie is one end and the Lego Movie is the other end, this could be like somewhere closer to the Lego Movie on the scale. I think so. I think so. And like, like yeah, hiring a celebrity to do the voice just so you get their name on the poster. That's maybe not the best thing artistically, but you can't. But you can't hold that against the movie's quality in general. No, no, he does a decent wahoo at the end. I will say, <laughs> I did like the bit with the Mario Karts because, like, yeah. you, you, that's just a—it's an easy win. Just have a scene where they're all in cars on Rainbow Road, and it's like, cool. I know those things. I understood those references. Literally, like, um, I d- I think Charlie Day sounds quite good as Luigi. Mm. Um, I hope there's a lot of like him and Bowser playing off each other because it seems like he gets kidnapped at one point. I, I think he's the damsel in distress. I think he's the one that's kidnapped. That's great. That's yeah. perfect. And and p- people are like, um, Princess Peach is now just like, she, I think she's just the leader of her own country uh, or like her own, and then she's like, I'm joining you, Mario, this journey. And yeah. that's, I think that's why I get the Lego movie vibes because they're like, you're traveling through different worlds and Chris Pratt plays a character and he doesn't really understand what's going on, but he's got to save the universe. That's... I forgot Chris Pratt was in the Lego movie, actually. <laughs> yes, yes. Man really disappears into that role. <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> See, the Lego movie was back before everything, so I think, like, he it was under the radar. That's true. That's true. But it just And, he, and it wasn't... He was just a Lego man. He wasn't mm. like most iconic video game mascot of all time, Mario. I I mean, I suppose the the plot of the movie, if you were going to base it off of, you would go towards the Lego movie. That's the one with the most success over the last 10 years of any of these movies. So, I mean, why not try and base it around that? And then you also have the Mario name. So if you can even just do it, like Mario is bigger than the Leg- Lego, I would say. Um, as a name recognition, but then it's pretty close. That's two two of the fucking yeah, heavyweights. They're big going, powerhouses, both. like the two powerhouses. So like, they would be as well known as each other, maybe. So I mean, lean into it. I like the idea of like you have the references to the games, like him fucking up 
things disappear and him falling down. Like, have a few soul seeds. I hope the plot is as good as the references. Yeah, it seems like he's inexperienced. It seems like he gets a little training arc in this movie. Like, Maybe he's never... Yeah, like, and then Peach is the one to train him. Yeah, pretty cool. Which is the plot of the Lego movie, but also now it's Peach and Mario instead. Look, Connor, <laughs> you can't... Just because something is exactly like the Lego movie, you can't just go around <laughs> saying that it's the Lego movie. And he's got to hop between dimensions. Oh, to shit, save it's him. the Lego movie, isn't it? And he's the only one that can save them. Yeah, yeah, he is. He's destined, but he's he just is. an ordinary guy. What can he do? <laughs> he's just an ordinary plumber. What can he do? You know what I mean? But yeah, I, I mean, I watched the trailer. I was like, this could be good. Also, found out the directors, Aaron Horvat and uh, Michael Yelenich are the same directors from Teen Titans Go to the Movies. And I love Teen Titans Go to the Movies. It's a ridiculous movie that's very funny. Right, okay. So mm-hmm. it's, it's ticking a lot of boxes then. So it, it might be... Would you rather me, see this I'm, or Indiana Jones 5? Poor this. Fair, yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I, I wasn't, but then I seen the lads over Teen Titans Go to the Movies. I was like, that movie's so underrated, just in terms of being funny. That, like, it's funny for kids, but also there's so many jokes in that that is just, like, really funny, just in terms of comedy, that I was like, maybe this could have the same vibe. Maybe there could be bits in this to have, like, the same energy around yeah. it, which would be pretty cool. Um, so we're going to move on to a small little piece of news before we get to Guardians. And, Sean, I think this might be my favourite headline we've had for quite a while. Because there's a little movie called Avatar coming out. um, Avatar 2, The Shape of Water. The Shape of Water. The Way of Water, sorry. The the Way of Water. The biggest movie of the year, I can only assume. Everyone's talking about it. giving it that title, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone's talking about it. You can't walk an inch without hearing something from it. Um, But James Cameron this week was saying, like, obviously, he's got two done. Three's already done, four's basically done, five's done, and then he's thinking to himself, he also turned 68 this week, so he's like, I might not have all the time in the world, so he came up with a plan, Sean, because James Cameron has come out and said this week, he will need to train someone else to helm Avatar 6 and 7. Jesus (laughs) Christ. Because we all wanted to continue, definitely. I just love that confidence. Yeah. I'm going to knock it out of the ballpark for two, three, four, and five. I think he's fully just testing how far he can push it, though. Like, he's just like, surely if I say this, someone will call me on it. But he's James Cameron, though. The thing about that is, I think you get to a point where he's so successful that nobody in his orbit is like, James, the second one hasn't even come out. We don't even know if it's good. Why are we planning six and seven? Yeah, and... Why is he... I mean, yeah, I guess he's planning for his own death as well, which is kind mm. of grim. But, like, would would you not prefer to just let the art exist? And if you if it's to, if people want to continue, that that'll happen, you know? Or you just tell them you're doing seven, and it basically gives them fatigue before you've even done any of them. Ultimately, yeah. maybe destroying your own movie that you were planned to do. Because if you te- if I tell you, Sean, if you watch this movie, we've got six more lined up. If I tell you that, you're probably less likely to be interested than if I just go, just watch one. And if you yeah. like it, we'll make another one. Yeah, it's like it colours your experience and it colours any review that that movie is going to get mm. based on the fact that, oh, there's another half dozen of these to come. So he says they'll also probably finish movie three regardless because it's all shot. So, I mean, it's all already kind of done. Um, for Avatar 6 and 7, he plans to either to be 89 <laughs> by the time they come out. Man. Imagine we still have to put up with James Cameron in 20 <laughs> Same years. mad shit at 89. But he has to train somebody else. How do you train someone to do Avatar 6 and 7? Surely it's a poison chalice, Sean. Who yeah? Who do you give that to? What director in Hollywood would oh, want that job? Like if someone who's like seven years old now, that he's like he's the next big thing. They're, he's like he's made him in a lab to be the perfect. <laughs> he's like, made a clone imp- of him. He's cloned himself basically, but he's given himself weird fish arms so he can go underwater. <laughs> perfect, <laughs> my dream. <laughs> so, Sean, I know you're looking forward to Avatar two. Now we've got Avatar six and seven. Even looking for a director. <laughs> I mean. Plan ahead all you want, I guess. 
<laughs> I've actually never heard of a six and seven of a sequence of a franchise looking for a director before the second one is even out. No, that's a brand new thing that's happened. Yeah, that's pretty good. It's pretty all right. Uh, I, I look. Do do we have to watch Avatar two for this show, or can I? Stay? Um, I'm kind of still up in the air because I have my mental health. And I don't yeah. really want to go. Like, I don't want that day where I'm like, I have to go see it now. Um, but at the same time, it is probably going to be the biggest movie of the year, and I think we probably should go see it. I think it's going to flop. I think oh it's yeah, but no I think that'll money. be funnier though. <laughs> but do we want to contribute even twenty quid to their box office? Mm, you you want to pick up some sort of like cinema pass card, just pay the sixteen euro a month or so, but then so you don't give him any money. Yeah, I'll yeah I'll pay for a ticket to like Banshees of Inisherin or something, <laughs> and then in. sneak into yeah, Avatar too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is your local cinema listening in? <laughs> Get him. Keep an eye on him. <laughs> um, so we're finishing off this week with uh, the last trailer, and that is the trailer for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Um, we had our first look at this movie. That um, we did. I'm, I mean, I would say it's it. Like it's probably the most anticipated movie for the for the next little while anyway. Um and I mean, having seen the trailer, Sean, you've had a look at what are your initial thoughts? This is our I first kind of glimpse. It looks very good. Mm. No, I think it looks pretty good. Fair. <laughs> I knew you were lying because yeah. you, I, you couldn't not watch this trailer and be like, oh, it's pretty good. It looks pretty it like it looks like a Guardians film. Yeah. Which is, it, isn't it so nice to have something with a consistent tone in the Interesting. MCU? Interesting. That it would have this, its own sort of weird area. But also, Thor had that as well. But then it went too far in there. It went too far. It did lean too yeah. far into it. But this trailer seems to have a lot of heart in it. Uh, look, I, look, we're saying goodbye to the main cast in this movie. This is the yeah. last time they'll all be kind of together as the Guardians. Uh, but I think, like, Rocket Raccoon is dead in oh, this movie, I think. so dead. But also, it's going to be fucking sad and great. And then halfway through driving home, we'll all be like, I was just crying about a CGI raccoon yeah. that i just seen twice. <laughs> and we've got, uh, I've not seen the holiday special yet, but we've got Big Groot back as well. And yeah. they put the We Are Groot in the trailer this time. Yes. Yes, then save did. it for that seminal moment at the but, end. But I don't think it works as well. I think it's better if you just throw it in the trailer as like, oh, that's a thing that happens. Yeah. There must be, like, if you got thrown that into the trailer, James Gunn's a, a fucker. Like, he's so underrated in terms of just like getting into deep into like the emotional side of his characters that I don't think people give him credit for that like I think Rocket is such a deep character for as I said a CGI raccoon played by Bradley Cooper and he's been that way from the start like there's that scene in the bar where he's just like I I never asked to be made yeah he's (laughs) like like, he called me rodent and he's like I'm a person leave me alone like I, I have feelings yeah it's very strange and we see is it Lila is his like partner or yeah. interest kind of thing. Also, there's a bit where they're wearing a bunch of uh, different coloured space suits and it looks like Among Us. Is that why they did it, do you think? Maybe. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but, I, mean, yeah. I mean, it's kind of a fun thing to throw in. It is. Um, I also, I hate uh, Groot's new design. I just think it looks like do the goofiest... You? Looks like a mascot costume. I just think it looks so dumb. Interesting. He, he, I was going to ask you, how, what did you think of bulked up Groot? He's, he's so now. He's so wide. Yeah. yeah. I I like, like, first Groot. Original recipe Groot. Yeah. Best Groot. So or good. Or the scene in number two where he's going to get all the things to break them out of prison and he keeps coming back with the wrong shit. Yeah. Also hilarious. <laughs> but this new, like, he's like, I guess like a 20-year-old Groot. Like, he's... Like a young adult kind of a thing, yeah. And that uh, don't don't care for it. I mean, I uh, like I I've kind of come out and said before, like Guardians of the Galaxy One is one of my favorite movies, like of all time. I just love that movie because I went there with no expectations, and I came over going, "That's the best movie I've seen in like mm. so so fucking long." Um, it's such a ridiculous film that shouldn't work, but somehow works. That you kind of just have to respect it. Number two, I think, is a very good movie, but it's so similar to number one, I think it loses ground because people are like, oh, it's the same thing again. 
but it doesn't have the same magic because it's we've seen it happen before. That's true. I think the father stuff with Yondu is quite good in the second one. Michael yeah, I, I, no, I, no, I, I agree with that. I think it probably gets um, a bit more criticism for not being number one, but it can't help the fact that it came second. And it's just, yeah. it's still really good. It just came second in the in the sequence. So I'm interested um, to see the quality of this coming in, like, number three, after a few years off, after Avengers, all that stuff, like, Gamora's gone. Where do you go with this? Yeah, and, like, and we see Gamora pop up, so I think she'll have her own, like, side story in this. She, she's also in one of the scenes with the, all the team, and she's in the back. Yeah, so... Re, I guess reform some of the Guardians but then some of them dying out left we also see Adam Warlock in this trailer True. Will Poulter playing Adam Warlock is in this and he's looking real yellow real yeah he's meant to be gold gold yeah. gold we'll give him gold he's a golden boy Um. so no he looks fucking sick as Adam yeah. Warlock like he, he looks the part Um. Don't know how big of a role he's going to play. And if I were to see Dopesick, he was fucking gigantic in that series because he was filming this when that came out. That and he was fuck- swole to the max. <laughs> so he was a was. large, large boy. Which is um, so weird to think of, like, the guy from We're the Millers. And I'm like, like, geez, they had him on a fucking serious regiment. <laughs> yeah, <that's> just, <laughs> he was at a press conference and he was just like, no, yeah, I'd like... I, could, I genuinely couldn't have done it without everyone like planning my meals and just telling me when to lift things. <laughs> they just, they just had a, a whole team to be like, lift, eat, lift, eat, lift, eat. <laughs> yeah, and so I think, I don't know whether they're setting him up as like a villain or a hero, because he was made by the the gold people in Guardians 2 to go yes. and kill the Guardians. Yeah. So, I don't know how long that Killing the Guardians mission is going to last before he eventually becomes friends with them at the end to fight. I mean, who's the who's the big villain in this? Um, I, I don't really... I think it has to be Warlock, just due to the fact that, like, unless what they do is something like he's sent to kill them and then they go and then he kind of learns that they're not actually that bad... And then kind of joins with them, and then there's an even bigger villain. But I don't know who. To, but there has to be a bigger villain because who's Rocket fighting? Like, yeah, this Rocket. Is it. It's sorry, it's his maker. Um, the guy who made Rocket is the main villain. I think. I think he, they're in the movie. You see Uh-oh. the person running around in the big circle. That's the lab that Rocket is made in. Right. Okay. That's I'm okay then. And then. I guess Adam Warlock. Yeah, and him and Rocket would probably bond over being like beings that were created but didn't ask to be born. Exactly. And so they have this like, weird idea of like, we've been given this thing, but we didn't ask for any of this. It's just there. Like, we just have to do it because people told us we had to do it. Um, James Gunn has also come out and said that even though it does have fun and goofy stuff, it's also incredibly emotional <laughs> as it's the end of the group of the Guardians. Um, and I think... I mean, the bit with Drax and the basketball, I fucking burst out laughing. Just, it's oh, the yeah. perfect Drax moment that, like, this kid's like, oh, ball. And he just picks up, just smashes it off her, and then just bursts out laughing. And it perfectly undercuts, like, because it's this whole serious thing of, like, we're the defenders, we're the guardians of the galaxy, we gotta yeah. go save people. Drax immediately decks but, but the But they're shit. They're shit at their job. And that's always the point. Yeah, they're think, well-meaning idiots. But, but I think what's important is that I think James Gunn is good at balancing those scenes with the scenes later on. When when it gets to the fucking nitty-gritty in the last 20 minutes, I think we're going to have a lot of tears and a lot oh, of emotion. Yeah. And up until that point, you might have quips, you might have jokes. But when it's serious time, he's ready to go. And I, I do truly believe there's going to be coming out of this going, fuck, that was good. That was that was That's, really emotional. Yeah, so what is it then? It's Quantumania and then Guardians, isn't it? Yeah, so I think Quantumania is March, February or March. February or March. Um, and then this is May 5th. Okay, good yeah. good to know. And I don't think this is connected to... Like, it's it's as the Guardians always are, where they're connected, but they're not connected. Like, they're in the same universe, but they're so far away from everything. Yeah, and, and I might, like that. Yeah, yeah, they might run into some of the Eternals at the end who went off into space. Uh, True. 
Um, That's something that could happen. And do you think Barry will say, how are you lads? Oh, Jesus, I hope so. Oh, really fucking hope, hope so. so. Oh, Big Irish Sorry head much. on you. <laughs> I fucking hope so. Um, yeah, I mean, I just, I watched this trailer, I was like, you have me. Like, I'm all in. Let's just, let's go on this journey. It's been a great trilogy. Um, I really hope they don't drop the ball. Like, I think the first two are so good. First one is amazing. Second one's really good. I hope this third one is goes back to amazing. Yeah, or is at least really good. Yeah. Uh, we've also been waiting ages for this. This is meant to come out a couple of years ago before all yeah. the firing and hiring of James Gunn happened. Mm. And, I, and I think with DC coming on, like now he's head of DC, I think there's this really cool thing where he could like come back to Marvel, just kill it with like the best movie ever. And go, okay, I'm going to go lead DC now. Sorry, bye. Yeah. Have fun with, I don't know, Thor 5 or whatever. <laughs> what, what are you doing? What, 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 phase 5's not going very well. Ah, well, that's too bad. I'm over in DC now. Um, I mean, I don't really have anything else to, to cover. I mean, Adam Warlock was was pretty big. I, I, lo- I love Will Poulter just getting a chance to be in one of these big movies um, and see what he can produce. Yeah, and it's also like from a character point of view, Adam Warlock is wild to just like, you know, introduced to the general public yeah like he's, he's this weird like metaphysical commentary of a man but i mean um, mantis is on the fucking team so like you can do like anything pretty really. much whatever yeah and yeah, um, do you no. see do you see gamora she this is now gamora from a, a guardians one so yes. this is guardians one gamora five years in still with who is still with tados and then left yeah um but also doesn't like she, she never liked Thanos in the first place but she the main thing is that she didn't go on the adventures with the Guardians so she yes. hasn't grown with them as a team and as a family yeah okay so, so do you think they fast track that or that she's just like it? you know she ju- she comes along then most of the team dies or leaves and she becomes the leader of the new Guardians um, I, I can see it that like we're we're not I don't think we're going to get a, remo- a, a romantic relationship or anything like that I think it's going to be just if she gets even back to liking like uh, the whole team yeah. I think that's like a that's a major step I think I think she's going to be on the outskirts and then her, Nebula will drag her back in like Nebula being there is the main thing that yeah, will bring her back and do you um do you think Quill is going to die or he gets to go off and live in the sunset somewhere? Oh, I could see James Gunn doing something filthy where like he goes back to the hospital where his mother died. He gets dropped back off on Earth and then he goes in there and then he dies in that bed listening to music on the fucking headphones. Something, something fucking weird. Like something That's harsh. pure James Gunn. To yeah. be like, gets dropped back off like in that field where he got picked up. Um and tries to make it like they're like oh Quill's about to die stop off in the nearest planet it's Earth they stop off in the, in the oh I know the, I know the hospital they go to they go to that one that's where yeah. he dies yeah because Craglin would know uh, yeah he's also on the ship at the time oh that would be filthy oh yeah. it would kind of be really really good though as well I, I could see him dying I think I think it would be nice I think that character's run like all of its course I think all of these characters have and I think everyone knows that in terms of like, it's not You've that we're sick of them, but it's the perfect arcs. Let's just finish it out perfectly. Yeah, and then maybe bring them back for, like, a Secret Wars or something. Yeah, some once their arcs are finished, they can come back and just be, like, cameos in other things. Like, it doesn't matter. Yeah, they could be, like, the veterans or whatever. Yeah. Um, I think that's it for this week's movie news, Sean. What a week. Would you like me to take us out, Connor? Yeah, sure, why not? Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of Movie Mondays. We'll be back on Wednesday with Weird News, Friday with Hero Zero, and next Monday with another Movie Mondays. Big shout-outs to everyone over on Patreon who continues to support the show. So, uh, some of the people will be joining us for the Patreon and Listener Hangout Chat that we're having on the 10th. That's a Saturday, and it's at quarter past one, is it? Uh, it's quarter past one until three o'clock. Until three o'clock. Perfect. So if you want to be a part of that send us a message on any of the social medias we'll we'll send that invite out shout outs of course go to Roisin the wife Palmer Joe Burney Ryan technically fine Evanson Waffles the magic David Clark Sean chuck it in the wash and it'll be Grand Jameson Dominic Anna Irish Wallers forever Hill Moose Danny McLaughlin no one's ever really gone Luke Hoth Lord Smish, Michelle Brown, Michaela Doughty, Buster, Ed Ball, Sean, Connor and Lorraine have shortened this Patreon nickname, and Russ, don't worry Sean, you spoke, I listened, and I've made this part of my name a very sensible length. I hope you're okay with that. (laughs) Thank you.
us all. <laughs> all of you equally for the continued support. Yeah. You're absolutely wonderful people. Head on over to patreon.com slash here's for hire podcast if you want to join us over there. Merch stores here's for hire.ie forward slash shop. Twitter is at here's for hire pod. The four is the number four. Facebook is Detective Development's discussion group. Instagram is here's for hire podcast. And the best way to ever help out the show is to tell one human being that we exist. Just a one, please. I think that's about it, Connor. I think so. Sorry, we Connor Lawler. I've been Sean Lee. I shall see you all next week, guys. Bye. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.